<laughs> All right, welcome back to Keep Moving Forward, where we talk about touchy subjects like drug and alcohol abuse, domestic violence, and, well, life in general. I'm your host, Ryan Searcy, and we'll get right back to you after a quick message from our sponsors. Taking care of your mental health is just as important as your physical health. At Columbia Wellness, we offer behavior health care for all ages. From telehealth counseling to inpatient addiction care, we offer the level of support your mind needs. Don't wait to enjoy life again. Give us a call at 360-423-0203. At Columbia Wellness, your wellness is our passion. All right, everyone, welcome back. Here we go to the next episode of Keep Moving Forward. But first, really quick, I would also like to let you all know that in the studio is my son, Abraham. He's eight years old today, and I thought I'd bring him along. So, Abraham, you want to say hi to everybody? Hi, everybody. All right. Thanks, buddy. Okay, so in the last show, I said that I would have some more contact info if anyone wanted to email with, like, questions or concerns or maybe a topic to talk about. Um, so I currently have a new email set up for this, and if you would like to, feel free to email me at searcyryan6 at gmail.com. That's S-E-A-R-C-Y-R-Y-A-N-6 at gmail.com. And as always, you could uh, check out my TikTok. It's at POTUSSEARCY um, on TikTok. That's my TikTok handle. So anyway, without further ado, here we go. There is a lot of hope out there. And I see everyone saying, reach out, we'll help. If any of you heard that, if you've had any substance abuse or domestic violence issues, nobody understands you better than you, right? Um, I get it. There's no, there's no feeling that can make you feel like, hey, they're actually going to help. Maybe they just want to hear my story. No, but the reality is, is once you jump down this rabbit hole, here's what I found out. Those who are in the same situation or were in the same situation want to help those who have been there or who are there. And they really mean it. They might not be able to give you all the things in the world to help you out, but they can certainly point you in the right path and they can tell you things that help them move forward from the issues that they have had. We all have struggles and it's how we handle those struggles that make us, right? It makes us stronger. It makes us feel better. It's all about moving forward. And I'm going to say that a lot in this podcast. Keep moving forward because to take a step back is to take a fall off a cliff, basically. You're going to drop off into the abyss of what you were once again. And to climb back up that hill and move forward is going to take twice as long. So no matter how bad it feels, how much it hurts, whatever you feel is your obstacle, there's always options. Always options. You could think that the clouds are storming and the winds are whirling around you. But you know what? It doesn't matter how bad that day is because as long as you can figure out how to keep moving forward, that one little thing can keep you from falling back to where you were. I have a personal example to where I had to overcome everything. Most people, in my opinion, or my thought process, I feel would... Uh, run to the bottle or their drug of choice or whatever it would be that they were doing that wasn't helping them in their day-to-day -day life. Recently, my sister-in-law, she uh, 
she really fell off the deep end into a drug addiction. And um, it was really sad to watch my wife, watch her sister deteriorate. Fast forward a couple months from that, and here we are now. Her sister went missing. She was on the missing persons for about a week and then was found and apparently was uh, coherent enough to say, hey, I'm, I'm found and I don't, I don't need your help. Well, at what point does a person go too far and damage themselves? And I'm not a doctor, so anything I say in this, please don't take as – uh, serious medical advice or anything. I'm just here to talk about my experiences and things that have helped and what I have going on and how I get through things that hopefully that one day it helps you. But at what point do we decide as society that this person truly cannot make a decision for themselves to better themselves? I know we say they have to hit rock bottom and they have to want to get clean, but when they're in and out of the system, they say yes to the judge. I'll go to treatment. Yeah, I get it. I'll, I'll be arrested, and the, you know the worst things possible could happen to me in the judicial system or the, in the jail system, whatever it be. And I'll, I'll do that treatment. Don't worry, I'll be there. And then they get there, only to find, yeah, the, the voices in my head said I should not be here, and I need to leave. Well, what happens? Oh, oh okay. See ya. You don't have to be here. <laughs> that, to me, is, is just mind-boggling. Again, I can't speak from a professional point of view. All I can speak of, I guess, is my feelings and my thoughts. Um, I'm not an expert, but this is real life, everybody. And if you've been there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So the voices in your head tell you it's okay to leave and that you don't need the help. And what would be a mentally competent person says, okay, I believe the voice is in your head. You should go ahead and go out there. It doesn't matter if you are in a strange town you've never been in. It doesn't matter if you don't have a dollar to your name and all you have is the clothes on your back. Go ahead and go out into the streets. Oh, and by the way, we're not going to help you out. You got about two weeks before we're going to put a warrant out for you anyway, so you're good to go. At what point are they too far gone? Are we even allowed to say that? I'm just curious. If you have some thoughts or comments on that, I would really like to know because it's brutal here in Washington State when I have to see it. somebody I know suffer like that. And you can't do anything about it because, well, they have to be able to make the decision to help themselves. Well, at what point do the voices in their head matter less than who they really are? I'm just curious. So we're not all perfect, and I struggled in the last couple of weeks with uh, wanting to go back to drinking alcohol. I wanted to dive in the bottle so bad, and in fact, I made a recent TikTok about it. It's about two minutes long. It's good, but if you can handle two minutes on TikTok, go check it out. Um, things just added up, my personal life, my work life, everything, and uh, you know, I actually reached out to the TikTok community, the small one that I do have. I did a live and basically asked for help. And nobody donated anything except for kind words. And what meant the most to me was I had a, a gentleman tell me, you know what? Your videos help me, man. I'm still trying to get sober. So here I am, six months, going on the rest of my life. And a gentleman who's been struggling 
to make it a year and he's now on 60 days again tells me that I'm helping him. Well, this is why I do this. If I can help somebody just by talking about it, by making videos about it, silly little videos, then so be it. Which, let me add, they're all silly little videos, but that's all right. It's all part of who I am and uh, in my mental health, my process of getting better and bettering myself and hopefully something there helps somebody else. So I'm going to take a turn towards something besides just uh, drug, alcohol abuse. I'm going to go ahead and look into uh, some domestic violence stuff, some things that I looked up. Um, from what I could see, and this might be a little off, it could be more, it could be less, but I think like about during COVID, about 8% increase during the pandemic, um, it seems that people's mental health was suffering so bad that domestic violence rose roughly 8%. I mean, again, this is a, this is a research off the internet that I did and um, the statistics might be completely opposite of this now, but from what I could see, it looks like about an 8% increase. Now that's interesting. Like that, that definitely tells me that people were suffering because of what they were forced to do and how they had to immediately change. Whether that was drug and alcohol abuse or they just couldn't handle being locked in, I don't know what it was. Maybe the loss of a job, maybe loss of spouse's job or both, um, rents, you know, bills stacking up and, you know, oh, it helps here, but, you know, at the same time, we're just letting it stack up for now, even though you don't have to pay anything. It's all going to add up, you know, mentally, it's draining and then that adds a physical drain and then that adds to abuse of some form which could be abuse of self alcohol drugs which turns into what possible domestic violence that's the other thing too with domestic violence now we all hear you know that um drug or alcohol abuse or maybe it's just alcohol abuse it's uh it's in your genes there's genetically something can cause an issue to make an alcoholic but i also personally believe that it's a learned behavior you grow up seeing it you grow up around it statistically i believe that you're you're more likely to act like what you what you've been your environment right um i'm sure there's a statistic out there i didn't pull that up but don't quote me i'm pretty certain that that kind of there's a cycle there you know it can it follows itself so Anyway, according to a, a meta-analysis from about 24 genetically informative studies, up to 50% of the total variances in aggressive behavior is explained by genetic influences. So now with that, that was definitely some studies that I got off back in about 2015 is what I saw online. With that, that tells me that not only, at least in my opinion of seeing this, not only is alcohol and drug abuse in your genetics but so is domestic violence or being aggressive and abusive now nobody wants to be that way nobody wants to be like oh it's in my genes and i'm not making an excuse because if i was making an excuse i wouldn't be here talking to you today i'm here to just say look step back realize there's a problem and get help in any way you can with that if you realize that you get angry easily, find an outlet or find a source that can help you, just like with drug and alcohol abuse. Because that man or woman that's in there or those children that are with you, 
they didn't do anything. Their innocence to just end up becoming your outlet. And they don't need to be your outlet. You need to be, whether you're a man or a woman in a family or relationship, you need to be those people's rock. They're there to lean on you. You're there to lean on them and vice versa. And some of them depend on you. That's what you're there for. You're not there to throw down because you're angry. You're there to work through problems. So if you have a problem and you know, seek help, seek counsel if you need to. Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a professional. I'm just going off experiences and things that I read. And hopefully you can too. If you decide, hey, I have a problem, pick up your phones, get on your computers, hit that search menu and start looking for things that could help you out. See if you have some traits that you're concerned about. It all starts with you. At least that's what they say. If you want to get better, it's all on you. You can't force somebody. So there are a few things that I believe that uh, cause a lot of people to not want to seek help. And one of those things is, is clearly the stigma of addiction, domestic violence, any form of abuse or self-harm. Um, what's, what's the stigma that you guys see? I'd love to hear about it. Please email me. I would love to see what everybody sees um, as an issue that makes it harder for people to get help. Myself, being judged. Oh my gosh, never thought that people's personal opinion of me would matter so much. But hey, here I am with a microphone in my face talking about it. Yep, I had an alcohol problem. Yeah, it wasn't the best. Guess what? I don't drink anymore. Talk to my wife about it. Embarrassing. Most humbling experience and terrifying experience admitting to myself and to my wife what I was and what I was becoming and what I could be. But you know what? I took charge of it. You can take charge of your life too. That's all it is. Take charge of your life. So for me, it was people judging me. Admit, admittance. Um, knowing what I personally thought of people who had uh, an addiction. Like not wanting to be labeled under the category of, oh, they had a rough childhood. Oh, they, they had one parent or oh they their parents were alcoholics so they're going to be alcoholics or you know just people being people and not realizing that well let's be honest your shit stinks too right everybody everybody doesn't uh smell like roses when they're using the bathroom <laughs> so anyway with that um i feel like that, that that makes it hard for people to get get help is the way that people respond to this stuff um why would you want to get help if uh, all somebody was going to do was stick their nose up to you and say, wow, get your life together. Wow, look at you. You don't, you don't dress well. Why? Oh, because you go and buy a bottle every single day so you can't afford good clothes. Oh, wow, you're affecting the rest of your family. People need help. Reach out and help them. Now, I'm not saying give everything, but let's give hand ups. Hand ups, not handouts. We give you a hand up, not a handout. Handouts don't do any good, in my opinion. So if you disagree, sorry, don't listen anymore, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like there's a there's a stigma with society and addiction. They feel like people are too far gone and they won't 
they they're they can't function again i feel like people believe that nobody in their right mind would do something like that but you know what we don't know each other's lives we don't know where they grew up we don't know what they're going through right now you can see a guy in a really nice truck really nice car best or woman same thing look like they have their stuff together but mentally they're dying on the inside they're on their way to get their fix of whatever it is that's going to take them away from reality hey me being sober it's actually kind of hilarious i make fun of myself well here we go life's happening guess what ryan you need to deal with this completely unbandaged <laughs> so no ripping off band-aids that scabs out there might as well just scratch it because <laughs> the world's gonna see it and you can't bandage anything you have to take on life one day at a time and feel everything but that's okay that makes you more human makes you human i believe all right, we're going to go ahead and wrap today's show up, and the next one that we're going to have will have a guest speaker on it, so be ready for that one. It's going to be a good one. Anyway, she's somebody that I met on TikTok, domestic violence, and drug abuse. Can't wait to hear her story. See y'all. Living my best life already now.